Hello everybody and welcome to True North EV. Uh, we're here with Paul, uh, who I'm going to bring on in just a sec. Um, yeah, he's talking about his Chevy Bolt that he has. We are again recording from home as we are being responsible and staying inside. I have been going for a few drives. I do have a couple of maybe scavenger hunts that I'm trying to get. So me and others don't go completely crazy during this being stuck at home. Uh, allows us to get out in our EVs, our EVs and enjoy the nice weather that we're starting to have now. So here's Paul. Paul and welcome to True North EV. Oh, hello, how are you? Not too bad. So, after all those technical difficulties, let's get right into this. Um, what was the first electric vehicle you wanted, and why? Well, it, it was the Chevrolet Bolt EV. Uh, actually, at the time, I was looking for a new car, because my old one was, was just getting old, and I needed a new car. I wasn't even considering electric until I saw the, the bull. Uh, uh, it, it, had, it was the first non-Tesla that had a decent range. And that's, that's really why I, I liked it. Um, anything less than, the, than 300 kilometers just wasn't good enough for me. And so you said you've got uh, currently a Chevy Bolt. Is that... Like a 2017, 2018? It's a 2018. 2018? Yeah, but at, at the time, they were very difficult to get. I actually waited eight months to get mine. Wow. And, and so you chose yours mostly due to the range that it was getting. It kind of fit your uh, yeah, yeah. parameters and, there. Yeah, and the body style, too. Like, a, it's, a, it's a small hatchback. Yeah. Uh, my previous car was a, a Pontiac Vibe, and this is very similar in shape. Okay, yeah. So still got lots of room to make it work. Yeah, it, um, it's much roomier inside than it really than it looks from the outside. Yeah, like I got a actually a Hyundai Kona, and it's a lot smaller on the inside than it looks. Um, but I've driven the Bolt and. Yes, the Bolt is fantastic for actual cargo room. Um, why did you want an electric car? Because you said that the Bolt was the first one that actually piqued your interest there. But yeah, uh, well, I, I, well, I, I thought it's the up and coming thing that uh, um, it's a lot of the manufacturers are starting to talk about electric cars and. Uh, uh, I like the technology, um, and after driving it, it's uh, it's a little different driving experience. Uh, it's just a lot a lot more fun to drive. Oh. And also, uh, at the time, the Ontario government had a fourteen thousand dollar incentive, which uh, definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, it, it helped a lot. In fact, without it, I probably would not have bought. And was it easy to actually get that incentive? Like, was that right through the dealership at the time, or was that something you had to apply for? 
Oh, it was through the dealership. So I, I didn't have to do anything. Okay. So it came up right off the price of the vehicle. Yeah. Right up front. And what kind of range are you getting summer, winter with the bolt? Well, uh, uh, it really varies because, um, the a city range is higher than the uh, highway range. So I, I do a, a mix of both highway and, and city. So I've had up, uh, up to 415 kilometers, but then I've had as little uh, in the summer, of course. Uh, but typically I get more like three, 350. It depends how hard I drive it in the winter yeah. though. In the winter, it, it really drops down to like about 250 kilometers. Uh, and do you know if the coat or if the bolt has a heat pump in it or no? No, it doesn't. It, it has oh. resistive heater. Okay. So that kind of factors into yeah. loss. But you do you do much driving in the winter or is most of your driving kind of the longer distance traveling in the summer? Well, you see, I'm right now, I've been retired for the last two years. So my, my commute is zero. <laughs> yeah. But, but that being said, in the last two years, see, I bought this just after I retired. And I put over 40,000 kilometers on it already. Uh, nice. Uh, without commuting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I've, I've been on a lot of long trips. Uh, I've been to Florida with it. I've been to New York City and Washington, D.C. I've been out to Prince Edward Island. I've been to Cleveland, Ohio with it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I make use of it every, every chance I can. And I love just driving around. I, sometimes I see a new charging station that's like a, an hour or two drive away. I'll just go out there just to try it out. And have you had any issues charging it uh, on the chargers, like going down to Florida or anything? Uh, Florida was, I went there last May. And uh, there were a few spots, um, like uh, there, there was twice where I had to use a different charger because uh, um, I, I had to actually, the, the one I had to backtrack almost, almost 10, 10 kilometers because the next I couldn't make it to the next one so I had to go back but I, I try to leave about 50 kilometers spare be, before I I charge the car just in case I have to go to another place yeah uh, but it is getting better because at that time uh, when I went to Florida the uh, electrify America was just starting to uh, to, to uh, turn on their chargers like I did charge at a couple of theirs but a lot of theirs weren't in operation yet and then and one of them I even had I couldn't get it charging at all and I had to phone them and they managed to start it remotely but uh, I'm, I'm finding it, it's getting better uh, I, I looked at the route I took recently and it would be a lot easier today than it was uh, last year when I went so when you're doing these long trips, are you using like plug share or do you have like, yeah. how are you finding all the chargers on yeah, the way? Plug share is my preferred one. Like okay. There are other ones, but I, I find that they have the most chargers from the, from the most uh, 
different charge networks. And I always get advice on there from other people who have have charged. Like I like to see if someone's charged there recently or not. Yeah. Awesome. And have you had to make any changes to your driving habit since getting an electric vehicle? Mm, not really. You... Other than planning, the, the long trips do take a lot more planning than uh, what many people might think. But when I first bought this, see, my, my wife has a, has a Equinox uh, okay. gasoline. And when I yep. bought this, I thought, well, if we go on any long trips, we will take her car and I only use mine within the range <laughs> of the car. But of course, when we get it, we say, well, let's see how well it works on long trips. And our first long trip was we went to New York City and Washington, D.C. And that worked out much better than I thought. So since then, we always plan our long trips with the electric car now. Okay. So, so it's become more of the preferred vehicle rather than the yeah. second vehicle. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a little smaller than the Equinox, so it's a challenge when we uh, put all, all of our, our gear in there. For uh, There's just three of us. I have a, my wife and a, an 18-year-old daughter, and we go together on trips, and we have to put luggage for, like when we went out to Prince Edward Island just this past summer, uh, we had a pack full of luggage. We, we had no more space in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say the worst part of actually uh, the bolt probably would be to you like a worst feature or item in the bolt well in in the winter uh, the the charging speed is really slow it can like well even in the summer it's not the fastest charging vehicle there is it, it typically I charge from 20% up to 80% which takes about an hour uh, in in the winter, that could take an hour and a half. Uh, and, and for instance, we we went down just a, about a month ago. We were down in Windsor with it. Uh, I, I've actually done two trips to Windsor since I've owned it. One in last fall, and then one in, in the winter. And uh, that was a little challenging because uh, when you get down towards Windsor, there's not a lot of chargers down there, and uh, yeah, and it slows down and it's charging. But of course, whenever I charge, I always plan it during a meal. Like I, I love having three meals a day. So, uh, so I, and I love, we always spend uh, at least half an hour, well, for me, if I'm on my own, half an hour to 45 minutes for my stop. But if I'm with my wife and daughter, it's hard to get them going before an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. so charging it when, like when we go for lunch or dinner, uh, I'll have the car charged up before my wife and daughter are ready to go. <laughs> so it's become a lot easier. At least you don't have to worry about that, right? Uh, in that respect, um, because of the way we travel, it doesn't take us much longer than a gas car would because we, we, we always like to stop for a full meal and not, not just grab a bite to eat while we're on the road. That's, yeah. that's not the, we, we don't do that whether we take a gas car or an electric car. So it doesn't really slow us down much. And do you know what the best uh, charge rate you've gotten with the Bolt is? Uh, it's, the best is 55 kilowatts. Okay. Uh, and, but you need, you need at least like a 100 kilowatt 
a station or more to, to get that. Because you, you never get the rating of the station itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll get that on the, like Petro Canada or or Electrify America or Canada. And, but those are the only ones that seem to have the faster chargers right now. And what would you say the best feature of your bolt is? Well, the the perform performance and uh, the handling, uh, the re regeneration, like it's just the, the whole driving experience. The, the regeneration, it, it can, you don't even have to use the brakes. It's just, you can come to a complete stop without touching the brakes. And you just... Did you find, like, I know the time I drove a Bolt, I found, I got a Kona Electric going from the Kona to the Bolt. The Bolt stops a lot harder on regen. Did you find going from a gas to a bolt that being a struggle at the beginning? Not, not at all. Like I read about other people um, having not getting used to the regenerative braking, but I, I thought it took me like five minutes to get used to it when I first took it for a test drive. Uh, oh. And and you can control how much regeneration by using the gas pedal. You just ease off a bit, and you won't get yes. much. But I, yeah. I generally drive aggressively anyway, so it's not a big deal. And uh, how has your experience been uh, in the wintertime with it? Yeah, it's still, like, it's still good. It's just uh, uh, we, when we went to Windsor there uh, about a month ago, and it, it was right around freezing, and we had to stop in uh, – London to charge and between London and Windsor there's almost no chargers at all uh, fast charging it's a long run and I I wasn't really like our original plan was if it was too cold we weren't going to take the electric car but then I, I took it anyway <laughs> <laughs> and I had to slow down uh, to increase the range and I also drafted beside behind some uh, transport trucks which helps a lot and by the time I got to Windsor, I, I had like a, about 80 kilometers range left. That was much more than I thought I would have had. And do you ever turn down the heat? And like, I know I've done longer trips in the winter and I just basically turn off the heats and just put on the heated seats. And I find I usually, if it's really cold, I could get another 60 kilometers even just with that. Yeah, I I like my heat. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, my wife and daughter, like yeah. Um, but I will turn it down a bit uh, and use the, the heated seats and heated steering wheel. I really yeah. like them. Um, and but I keep the temperature. Uh, normally, I keep around town. I'll keep it up around twenty one or two degrees C. But on if I want to conserve range, I might drop it down to like 17. Okay. Um, and what's the best part about the EV in the winter, especially going from a gas vehicle? Um, well, the, the heater is it works almost instantly. Like you get warm air coming out very quickly, much faster than a gas car. And I can preheat it or or pre-cool it in the summer when it's in the the garage. I keep it in the garage in the winter, anyway. And 
and I don't have to worry about being asphyxiated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and and I can also use if I'm plugged into my charger, I can use the power from the the charger and not from the battery, so I'm not affecting range. So, when I do go on a long trip, I'll preheat the, the car uh, just just to conserve battery power, so I don't have to use the battery to do it. Okay. And uh, did you buy from the same dealership that uh, you got your Chevy Equinox and all that from, like long-time dealership that you've been using? No, this is this is the first time I bought a car from this dealership. Okay. And how, how did you find that experience? Like, were they fairly knowledgeable on the bolt end? Um, they to help you out type deal or? Well, they were trying to, at first they were trying to get me to go to a, a gas vehicle or even the bull. Uh, the bolt with a B. Yeah. Um, they seemed to, ha they had those on the lot even, but they didn't have any bolts because at the time no one had bolts on the lot. I had to go to the, uh, uh, the electric vehicle discovery center in Toronto in order to test drive one because no dealers had them. But uh, it, it still it worked out okay. And did you feel at the Discovery Center, though, at least they're not uh, trying to push a sale or willing to let you discover, I guess, yeah, they, the, the, all they the different vehicles? They don't sell vehicles there. They just have, yeah. them on, they have some on display, and, uh, and they have some that you can test drive. Uh, I actually test drove a Leaf at the same time. But the, it was the old leaf. They, they didn't have the new one, which I think came out the end of 2018, if I if I remember right. But I didn't really. Yeah. I didn't like the leaf. If that was my only choice, I would not have bought an electric car. Just not your driving. Yeah. To your driving liking. Yeah, the, um, driving experience wasn't very good, and I don't didn't like the looks of it. But the the new one, it, it looks real nice, and I I haven't tested drove it yet but it's it seems a lot better and so with 40,000 kilometers on your bolt have you had to take it in for any service or any warranty work I took it in for a couple of software updates and I had one, one issue with it the, my uh, uh, this happened on the way back from Florida my uh, cruise control was kicking out all the time on me and then, you know, I got back. So the, the, the last day of my trip, I, I didn't get to use the cruise control as much as I wanted. Like sometimes it would kick out and it, would, it wouldn't work for, for an hour. And then all of a sudden it would start working again. So I, when I got home, it just, it, everything was fine. It, it still worked. But then a month later, it was getting started to act up again. And uh, I decided to take it in. They couldn't reproduce the problem, but they said, based on my description, they replaced the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, the brake pedal, what do they call it? They had a name for it, the brake pedal sensor. Uh, it's the sensor. It's just a brake switch. <laughs> they had, okay. Uh, so they replaced that, and it seems to be working fine since then. But you, did you find uh, 
service very helpful, very informative on electrics even? Yeah, it was okay. it was good. Um, I was surprised that they, even though they couldn't find the problem, that they still were able to fix it with uh, just by uh, by going by what I told them. Um, you you haven't found that you had to explain electric sort of to them, or they kind of get it. Yeah, they, they seem to get it. They they have one uh, mechanic who who is trained on on the bolt. Okay. So he he seems to know his stuff. Nice. And with this being your first EV, um, have you converted anybody else or helped anybody else looking now at electrics to help them maybe switch over? Mm. Not really. Um, I don't know. Like I, I have my neighbors here. I, I've talked to several neighbors about my car and I offered to give them a test drive in it. And none of them want to even go inside it. I, <laughs> it's like they're, they're scared of it. I don't understand myself. Just the fear of the unknown. Uh, yeah, it seems that way. Uh, but I have other friends who love the idea and I, I have one one guy that told me he wants to buy a used Tesla. And right away, I like I know he can't afford very much. And I said that Teslas are just, they're quite expensive. I don't think he realizes the price. And used ones, are, used Teslas really hold their value. Yeah. So I, I, I probably talked him out of a Tesla, but I don't know if I talked him into anything else. <laughs> Yeah, for now, there's not a whole lot of other used electrics on the market. Yeah, um, especially the long-range ones. They've only come out in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Well, my wife, has my wife is interested in, uh, again, she wants a Tesla. I don't know why everybody thinks of Tesla. <laughs> but she wants a, a Model 3 or maybe even a Y. Okay. So, uh, we'll see that that would probably take another year or two before we would consider that. Yeah, I just know with my experience, it's like I have a Hyundai Kona, and there's a reason Hyundai's a car manufacturer and Tesla's a technology company. It's depending on what you're into, if you like the technology, it's, I guess, Tesla is the way to go. Especially like with you having to go to the dealership for the two updates on your software. Um, but did they charge you for that or was that uh, include like, is that sort of classified like warranty work where it's yeah. free to get those updates? Yeah, it, it was warranty work. Uh, one, okay. one of the updates I had, uh, it, it was for the infotainment system and I got a notice from them saying that it, it was a warranty recall, but the second one wasn't really a warranty recall. It was a, a service bulletin that I found out about yeah. on the internet, and they're they're not telling people about it unless they complain about certain issues. And what the problem was, it's yeah. supposed to uh, it's supposed to improve the DC fast charging rate at cold temperatures. Uh, and I was all excited about getting it because I've had those problems. 
uh, and yeah. they will only they the dealer didn't even know about this recall i had to I, I printed a copy of it and went to the dealer and i showed it to them and at first the girl told me that oh they have to charge they'd have to charge me a hundred and fifty dollars to do that and then i says well uh, i i don't i don't think so can i talk to your manager so she got the manager out there and he he looked at it and he didn't know and he said he have to take this back and check up on it so he he was gone for about 15 minutes while i waited he comes back and he says oh yeah this will be covered under warranty <laughs> so anyways i had the update done and then i i tried to, to see if it made a difference so i went i went to a electrify canada site just because they have the 150 kilowatt chargers and and i tried charging it when it was minus it was minus four degrees outside and I, had, I left my bad, my car outside out of the garage all night long because I wanted the battery to get nice and cold so I could do this test. And I didn't see any difference in the charge rate. It was slow and it, it was the same as before. So I, I don't know. Maybe the update was for something else besides that or? Uh, on, the, <laughs> on the notice, it specifically says it's for, uh, the cold uh, DC cold weather and it specifically said below freezing temperature Ooh, so, and, unless it's in Fahrenheit yeah. <laughs> it was in Fahrenheit once it, then no, it's they, they had it, it listed in both temperature they had the actual temperature range zero uh, oh. below zero degrees or 32 Fahrenheit and they specifically listed that. And I've been, uh, the Facebook groups for the Chevy Bolt are just, everybody's talking about this update. And many people have had it done. And I, there has been a few people trying it out and no one has shown that it really made much of a difference. Some people say maybe a little bit, yeah. others say none at all. And I, I say none at all. Or... Yeah, and the ones that have had it actually do something, not enough to actually make yeah. a big difference. One guy came up with a, a curve that he drove. Like he, he drew a curve showing the charge rate, but uh, and it showed a little bit of improvement at the start, but then quickly dropped down to the same as before. And he had a, a before and after curve. Uh, and they were almost identical, except at the beginning, just a little different. A tiny little bump yeah. up. <laughs> um, also, is there any interesting stories from people that maybe didn't realize your vehicle was electric and kind of all of a sudden found out that yours is electric or anything like that? Because mm. yours still makes a noise at low speeds, correct? Yeah, it does, but uh, a lot of people can't hear it, including myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, I learned about that no the pedestrian noise, as they call it. Uh, I learned about yeah. it through the Facebook group, and and when someone said that it made this noise, I said, "What? I I don't hear anything." And I found out the only way I can hear it is if I'm parked in a garage or right beside a, a wall with my window down. Then I can hear it. It's just a small static sound. 
Other people seem to really okay. bother them, and, and other people can't hear it at all. It's that quiet. Interesting. Because I know, yeah, with Arcona, it's definitely a spaceshipy mm -hmm. type noise that you can hear even inside the vehicle. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it, um, it really depends on your hearing, too. Uh, I'm getting old, so <laughs> my hearing is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I, we are getting up to that 30 minute mark that I trying to keep it within. So I do thank you so much for your time. Is there any uh, either electric vehicle groups that you're a part of or any one that you would a way for somebody to get in contact with you if they wanted or whatnot? Mm. Well, they if not, that's fine. Are you, are you a part of any yeah, electric vehicle groups? There's an electric vehicle society. I'm a member of that, and I go to the meetings at the Scarborough chapter. Uh, they have okay. meetings once a month, except this last one was canceled because of uh, the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, I'm on uh, okay. uh, several Bolt groups, both the American and Canadian ones. I can always be reached. I'm under my uh, my real name, Paul Laflamme. Also, I, I've been to several car shows and uh, EV events, talking to the public. Uh, um, there's a car show, a regular car show in Oshawa. Uh, oh, I forget the name of it, but the the uh, the utility company, the the hydro company in Oshawa, wanted some uh, electric cars to display at their booth uh so i, I they yep. asked the eb society for for people so i volunteered and for the last two years i've been at that event uh just i park my car there and i talk to people and this is at a car show that's it's all everything is cla classic and antique cars and then then you have this display yep. and they had last year they had three electric vehicles two two tesla model threes in my bolt and that's at least it's a nice little yeah, mixture, kind of the opposite yeah. ends of the Everybody price goes over to the the Teslas, so I'm not. I know I may sound like I'm I'm uh, kind of negative on Tesla, but I'm not really. It's just that that seems to be the one everybody knows about. Like a lot of the public doesn't even yeah. know that other vehicles exist. Yeah, and that's that's kind of why I wanted to even do this podcast is. I have a Kona. It's and it's not Tesla related. It, there's talks of Tesla, but kind of showing that every all these other electrics can work in Canada in our different weather. Yeah. And I'm always so. hearing from Tesla owners that say you can't go on a long trip with a, a Bolt. Well, I've been to Florida. Can it get much longer than that? <laughs> Done it. A couple of long trips. And we're planning another. We were planning a trip out west, but and I even have hotel reservations. But because of what's going on with the coronavirus, virus, I'm not 100% sure I'll be able to go on that trip. Yeah, all the new changes that are coming in place. It's hard to plan any sort of vacations or whatnot going on. Yeah. Yeah, we were planning to come back through the U.S. So, uh, 
the charging stations are there. They're there for this year. Like last year, I couldn't have done that this trip. I'm, but yeah, uh, this summer all the charging stations are there, and it should be possible unless the borders are closed and uh, self isolation and all that stuff. Well, again, thank you, Paul, so much for your time. I'm gonna let you get on with your day. You have okay, yourself thanks. a great day. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Again, I want to thank Paul for his time. And uh, if you guys have any questions for me or more questions about the Chevy Bolt, and uh, you can reach me at truenorthev at gmail.com. You can reach me on Facebook at truenorthev podcast and Twitter at truenorthev podcast. Um, yeah, again, we do have a few more quite a few more recordings so we're going to be coming up i'm shooting for monday wednesday friday uh releases for the next few weeks that's the plan again with the whole situation going on we're gonna see how it all goes um so yeah any questions concerns can reach out to me on those three platforms or even on uh anchor there is a way that you can actually send me voice messages and all that uh, so yeah, thanks a lot for, uh, Paul and for you guys listening. Awesome. You guys have a great day.